Welcome to the Make Some Gains podcast. I'm your host, Summer Venowitz, and this is a space where I'll be cutting through the bullshit and stripping away the filter. My aim is to help you reframe your mind, question the norms, and push you to achieve new levels of success. Through raw conversations, I'll open up about my personal experiences, my ideas, and my struggles. I want to empower you to live up to your full potential. Let's go make some gains. Welcome to the first ever series on the podcast. We're going to talk about freedom. So this is going to be a three-part series. First episode, we're going to talk about financial freedom. Second episode, we're going to talk about inner freedom. And then the last and final episode is going to be a surprise. So today, we're going to talk about financial freedom, money freedom, freedom from money, and I know this is such a taboo topic, but I'm so here for it. I love money. I love having an abundance of it. I think financial freedom reduces certain types of stress and makes life overall better. Not saying that it doesn't cause other issues, because when we give up stress in one area, uh, then we gain it in another area. So I'm not saying that it reduces all problems in life, but I do think that having financial freedom or freedom with money, it leads to a happier, more expansive, more selfless life if done right and if thought about right. So obviously you have to have your mindset around it in a good spot in order to use it to be happier, to be more expansive, to be selfless. So today I have five tips for you that if implemented correctly should lead you to more financial abundance. Step number one or tip number one is what you look for, what you focus on, you will attract more of. So having an abundance mindset around money And I think so many people have a scarcity mindset, especially around money, and this even creeps in for me sometimes, and I have to catch myself. So scarcity and a scarce mindset, that's thinking things like, there's never enough money, money is bad, money has never been there for me, I've never had enough, I'll never have enough. Versus an abundance mindset is thinking there is enough money for everybody. Appreciating what money has done for you thus far. It's always been there for you. It's been there for you up until this point and realizing there is money to be made and there is enough for me. Some examples personally, even just finding pennies on the ground, like that is proof that there is abundance. There's money everywhere. Um, A few weeks ago, Logan, my boyfriend, we were at my mom's restaurant and he put 20 bucks into the pull tab box and he pulled a 200. Just little glimpses of abundance are all around you. Focus on it instead of focusing on where you're lacking and the stress that it brings. When I'm spending money on things that are not so fun, like groceries or fixing my car, I think to myself, I work my ass off to be able to pay for these things and to not stress for these things. I have an inner knowing that the money that I spend will come back to me because that's how energy works. It's gotta flow. So money is energy. 
you have to let some of it go in order to attract more of it. And my mentor talks about it she talked about it so well. She explained it like air. If you're sitting in a room with somebody, you wouldn't try to take a deep breath and hold in as much air as possible. She's like, you would need to breathe out in order to breathe in. And it's the same with money. You have to let it go in order for your bank account to grow. And, uh, this has been true for me any time that I've invested in myself in big ways. So mentors that I've hired, any time that I spend the money, I double the amount of money that I spent to hire them within the timeline of working with them. It's actually nuts. It's actually crazy to me. Um, number two is becoming aware and, and not avoiding. So we're not going to play the avoidance game. We're going to become aware of where our money is going. We're going to pay off debt. And this is a huge one for me for the longest time. I think it was a bad habit that I picked up when I was serving and bartending because I made cash. So I would spend the cash without looking twice and there would be no paper trail of where my money was going. And I was always a really good saver. Like I would save a lot of the cash, but I was a blind spender. Like I would make um, $200 a shift. I'd work five shifts. But so by the end of the weekend, if I didn't spend any of it, I would make $1,000. And... uh, (laughs) who knows how much I spent I have no idea but I would feel really abundant with that money I'd be like oh my gosh I just made a thousand dollars in a weekend like I can go below 200 and it's not like I would ever even know But when I transitioned to no cash, so transitioned to online coaching and only online coaching, I struggled and I still really struggle with not making cash because money doesn't feel real. If any of you guys are servers or bartenders and you've experienced this, please let me know because it is the biggest mindfuck. (laughs) Money doesn't feel real and you can never... before I could never see where anything was going and now it's like I see everything going in and out and it honestly drives me nuts. Like I make far more now than I did when I was serving but I feel like I make far less just because of the sole reason of not having cash and not making cash. But what I've come to realize that avoiding the situation only causes more stress, more anxiety, blindly spending and not tracking anything is not what is going to build wealth. The energy that you're giving off is scattered and if your life is not set up to receive more, you will not receive more. Meaning if you're blindly spending, you're not tracking anything, like your life's just not set up to handle abundance. So you're not going to be gifted abundance. If you want to start attracting financial freedom, you need to start tracking your finances. I use a spreadsheet to track every client payment that comes in as well as my monthly expenses. I check my bank account almost every day. It's probably like every other day right now and I track the daily balance. And when I first started doing this, I thought it would make me feel really bad and really anxious, but it's actually done the complete opposite. I feel far more free and I'm more aware of the direction that my bank account and money is going. 
So without tracking it, it's like I have no idea if it's going up or down. Anytime I did check it, it was a different number and it felt the same. And now I'm like hyper aware of whether my money is going up or down and I highly recommend it. So if you want me to send you the actual spreadsheet that I use, DM me financial freedom and I'll send that to you because it's really, really, really helpful. Number three, visualize success and embody this version of yourself. So what does the wealthy version of you do? How does she make money? How does she think about money? How does she spend her money? Actually visualize it in your mind and visualize what she looks like. Every single detail. What does she wear? How does she look? How does she do her hair? How does she feel? What are her feelings around spending money? And then from there, take actual action because you can't just wish shit into existence. (laughs) This is what people around me, when I talk about manifesting and affirming and visualizing, they're all like, you're such a foo-foo. Like, you can't just wish shit into existence. But manifesting is not just wishing shit into existence. It's actually taking action and aligning with the frequency of that person that you want to be. So I saw a quote somewhere that said, buy a first class plane ticket once and you'll never want to buy a regular ticket again. It'll light a fire under your ass to find a way to make enough money to buy that first class ticket every time in the future. This could be a designer bag. I mean, that one's not for me. I don't really care about designer things, but if you do, that could be a good one. Buy one. And it's like any time that you carry that around, that feeling that you get, the reason why we buy things is because of the feeling that we get. Um, buy one international trip, book an expensive hotel, like start to embody this behavior and this experience. And I'm not telling you to drain your bank account on expensive hotels every weekend, but do it once just to get the vibe and get the feeling. And uh, again, it'll light a fire, fire under your butt to actually take action to create that reality. So start to take daily actions that play into this version of yourself. That's what embodying it means, is actually taking actions to be this person. So maybe that's getting up an hour earlier to actually get ready and actually dress for success. Do you think that the wealthiest version of you rolls out of bed, throws her hair up, and doesn't give a shit? Probably not. Maybe that's shifting your mindset around spending money on an oil change. Do you think that the wealthiest version of you throws an internal fit for having to spend $50, well, my oil change is more like $100, on something that's needed for you to get from point A to point B? Probably not. So start acting as if it's already happened. Live in the frequency that you would if you were wealthy and you'll attract it naturally. You'll start to make intuitive decisions that push you further in that direction. Number four is don't spend based off of emotion. And this one's really hard because I think as humans, we automatically, we, we make emotional decisions like we do. But I think even just getting hyper aware of, okay, what are my habits like when I'm sad or happy? And this is a mistake that I used to make all the time. Again, when I was making cash, I used to do this a lot more. But when I was on a high or I was super happy or I made good money that weekend, I'd go shopping and I'd spend that money. 
money that I didn't need to spend. And then I'd stress about it later on, like, oh, dang, I didn't need to do that. And same goes for when you're sad. Retail therapy is not therapy. I'm sorry to break it to you, but it is not therapy. A lot of times it causes more stress and more worry. So learn how to regulate your emotions without spending buttloads of money doing so. Number five, take calculated risk. So I've been listening to the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it's been an eye-opener. So the main question of this book, is your money working to make you more money or are you spending it on all the things that don't have an ROI, meaning return on investment? So the middle class mindset, that's buying a camper, a new vehicle, a razor, a four-wheeler, a vacation with the money that you make from your nine to five. But the rich mindset is buying or investing your money into things that will make you money to pay for those things. So it's okay to want a camper or a new vehicle or a razor or four-wheeler, but using your money wisely, like placing it into things, investing it into things that's going to make you money, and then that money you can use to buy the camper, the vehicle. So this could be things like an investment property, a mentor, and calculated risk, in my opinion, is crucial for financial freedom. I saw another quote. (laughs) I'm just like the quote queen. But it said that the only way you'll ever be truly financially free is by owning your own business. If you're working for someone else, they can grab the rug out from under you at any time and it doesn't matter how much you're making. You could be making 100 grand a year, 200 grand, 500 grand. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your version of being financially quote unquote free is but your finances will always be dependent on that company, so you'll never truly be financially free. The only path to truly being financially free is owning your own business. No one can take that away from you. You are fully in control of how much you make. That is freedom. So starting a business could be considered calculated risk. I say At the bare minimum, everybody should start a side gig and at least try, like, go out swinging rather than just never taking the risk. And I think most people see it as being so risky, but it's just, it's, it's not that deep. So especially if it's an online business, that doesn't have any overhead. Overhead is what adds risk. So that's like buying a building or buying a thousand products or large like investing a large sum of money into starting the business but an online business requires none of those things the only cost associated with with it is the technology so currently I spend about $500 a month and that's on the way high end when I first started out it was a hundred less than $100 a month, honestly. There is the startup fee of like filing for an LLC, which is like $155. And then obviously mentorship or coaching, which I also think is crucial to starting a business. But again, with that mentorship, that's money spent that you should make more, should make you more money. Um, It's not just money that's blown, that's thrown out the door. I think of like a vacation or a car, like it's, it's, the car is depreciating in value. So you are losing your money. The vacation, you spend it, it's gone, like it's gone. Versus a mentorship or coaching, you are gaining, you are gaining knowledge that can make you money. 
But it's like, why are these the hardest investments to make? Like, for real, I know the feeling. It's like, I'd rather spend $7,000 on a trip around the globe than into something that will probably 2x my money within the next few months. It really doesn't make sense, but I think it comes down to the fear or the lack of knowing. So the trip, you know that you'll get what you're paying for versus mentorship. That's not exactly the case. Unless you practice your embodiment, which we talked about earlier. So would your most wealthy version of yourself blink an eye about spending money on mentorship? Probably not, because she knows the power of it. Speaking of business mentorship, I've officially created a waitlist for my new business coaching program. If this convo has kind of lit you up and you're ready to hop on the path to financial freedom, you can add your name to the waitlist linked below in the show notes. This program is going to be a mix of strategy and mental strengthening because I know from personal experience the self-doubt, the imposter syndrome, the feelings of failure that come with launching a personal brand and uh, it'll be such an expansive and a supportive space. I honestly have been recommending it to even some of my past clients who aren't necessarily even at a point in their lives where they're ready to officially launch a program or a a business of their own, but I think even just the expansive conversations, um, I think it'll be a good space to kind of light a fire under your butt and get you going in the right direction. So I recommend it for anybody who's even semi-interested. Like I said, your life doesn't have to be perfectly set up to launch a business right now. And I will be opening a few, just a few spots to the public and we'll be starting in the first week of September. So get your name on the list and you'll be first to get all of the details um, within the following weeks. So that is a wrap on this episode. I'm wishing you all of the financial freedom. Like I said, if you follow and implement these five steps, you should start to set a foundation to reach the wealthiest version of yourself. And I think these conversations need to be talked about more. So my hopes with this episode particularly is that you go out and you spark a conversation about money and you start to feel comfortable talking about money because it's so important, especially in girl world, female world, it's not talked about. I mean, the business men out there, they talk about, yeah, chase that dollar, but you never hear it with the girls. So I think it's so important to have these these conversations. So my hope is that you go out and and you expand on this. So I'd also love to know if any of this resonates with you, if you learned anything, if you're going to implement anything. Send this episode to a friend who needs to hear it, who needs a fire lit under her ass, and leave me a review, and I'll love you forever. I will love your ass forever, please. (laughs) If you vibe with it, if you love it, write a review, and I'll catch you next week for episode two in the Freedom Series, and I'll be diving deep into inner freedom, but I'll talk to you then. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.